Welcome to the Government Technology Insider podcast series. I'm your host, Matt Langan. As federal agencies address IT modernization strategies, Platform as a Service, otherwise known as PaaS, is coming more into the forefront as a mission-enabling solution. And today we're speaking with Dave Pipes, who's the Senior Solutions Architect at Affigent, more about this topic. And Dave, thanks for joining us today. Well, thank you, Matt. It's good to be here. Yeah, great. Great to have you back on the show. And let's start at the top. From your perspective, in what ways have federal agencies struggled to modernize their IT? Well, Matt, from Congress on down into the various departments and agencies, there's been a general tendency to fail to recognize the importance of IT modernization across the government. Many organizations struggle with issues related to outdated equipment, dependence on inefficient infrastructure like, you know, the ubiquitous COBOL programs that you see, and rising costs of continued operation of inefficient systems, which siphons money away from the very modernization efforts that could otherwise decrease costs and increase efficiency. There are also issues in some organizations with leadership resistance to various aspects of IT modernization, from rejecting needed organizational change to a failure to evaluate current systems to see if they're still running well. Change, as usual, faces resistance across many organizations in the federal government, just as is seen elsewhere in the commercial world. That's great. Perfect segue into my next question. So tell us about how PaaS can help with overall IT modernization. Well, platform as a service depends on infrastructure as a service, and it allows the development of software as a service components over time. So it benefits IT modernization from both top-down and bottom-up perspectives. For organizations venturing into IaaS, which is often a first-round entry into cloud for federal agencies, they quickly come to realize that they still need a lot of people supporting the IaaS systems, just like in their existing data centers. With PaaS, though, they can streamline middleware development and data flows and even the operation of their IaaS environments. Programmers can set up development teams in the cloud, and administrators can use tools that are also in the cloud to manage their IaaS environments. Both of those reduce capital costs and increase security and flexibility. The programmers can also build the spine of applications that that connect via process flow and data pipelines by building them with standard pass application deployments on top of IaaS, and then using connectors to build their custom application flows. Now, looking from the other side, for organizations who have SaaS applications or their own homegrown applications that they've put in the cloud, and that require a lot of customization and development around these applications, PaaS provides an affordable, performance, and reliable way to unify their design dev, test, and integration functions with a standard environment across all their teams. This is an improvement over the old model where each project team picked its own products to use, its own platforms, and so forth, which often isolated teams over time as they adopted different ecosystems and then lobbied for them within the organization. PaaS can accommodate different languages and tools, but unify the platform security and other standards across an organization. This can reduce duplication of effort and help break down barriers between teams that otherwise would have competed for resources. 
These features together create savings in capital expenditures, simplify development, and further move expensive on-site components into less expensive cloud components while retaining performance, security, and reliability. Examples of past components include IT management tools for the enterprise, application integration tools, development software suites, containers and the tools ecosystem around those, content management tools, business process software, any other components that would normally be managed entirely by the customer when they were built on an infrastructure as a service environment. PaaS gives a pre-built and pre-integrated set of infrastructure applications that helps reduce the customer's need for lots of separate and potentially competitive administration teams, thus reducing both cost and resistance to change within the organization. Okay, great, Dave. That was an awesome rundown there, right there. In many ways, you answered part of my next question, which is what are the benefits, which I think we've covered off on tremendously here. And then the second part is, and how do they impact mission success? So maybe we focus on the second part of that question about how PaaS really does impact mission success. Well, I think the answer to that is actually the answer to both of those parts, right? Because PaaS applications can reduce your IT management overhead right? Through streamlining installation, configuration, management of application ecosystems in an IaaS environment. And it can standardize patching and upgrades as well as enhance security through the security of the underlying IaaS components, especially in a FedRAMP environment. It also makes third-party integration easier and simpler when you need to integrate other applications into your own business process flow. It allows more flexibility when systems need to expand or contract with usage changes and allows consistent and predictable performance. It also includes logging and auditing tools. All of these features together help to reduce the cost of maintaining the IT environment as well as utilization costs, right? Clouds can help us reduce the cost of utilization over time. PaaS can allow customers to put more technical folks into tasks that involve new capabilities and planning for the future rather than break fix and working around the limitations of old software and hardware that have resisted modernization, in some cases for decades. So I would build that answer from both of those parts. Yeah, that's great. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate that. And I think you definitely did a great job of that, covering both parts of that question. And for our last question today is really, how does PaaS leverage other IT innovations, including, say, uh, AI? Yeah, to me, this is an interesting question because AI and other IT innovations such as predictive analytics are either built into modern tools and infrastructure like cloud, IaaS, SaaS products, or are run sort of on the side of an enterprise, pulling data from various things, the network, the databases, whatever, and crunching the numbers while the main production and development flows continue. So past tools can see increased automation through advancements like predictive AI and functional analytics that are being built into the tools that live in the past environments. Every time a new capability is added to an IaaS environment or a SaaS application, the related PaaS components built on top of it can make use of that to reduce the maintenance workload of IT. This aids in IT becoming a more active, flexible, and responsive part of an agency's infrastructure 
rather than spending most of their time on maintenance and sunk cost procurement planning, as they often do in organizations that have ossified around older technologies and organizational fiefdoms. PaaS can connect IaaS and SaaS components with pre-integrated, pre-built components in a way that simply can't be replicated in regular non-cloud data centers. And so it can be a very valuable part of any IT modernization plan by building on innovations like AI and predictive analytics that are built into cloud environments. Okay, great. This concludes this episode of the Government Technology Insider podcast series, where we spoke with Dave Pipes, who's a senior solutions architect at Affigent, about the role of platform as a service, otherwise known as PaaS, in the overall IT modernization efforts for the federal government. And Dave, thank you so much for your time today. Oh, thank you. It's always a pleasure, Matt.